Resurrection Sunday. Jesus is alive. It is so good to be with you this morning. Obviously, we wish we could be with you in person on this Easter Sunday. But you know, we still have this powerful reminder that Jesus is risen. Take a minute and watch this video and we'll be right back. This Easter is probably going to be one of the most unusual, especially for our lifetime. We're supposed to be celebrating with our families in church. In the Old Testament, Passover was a time of remembrance and celebration for Israel as they remembered God's delivering power. It was also on Passover that the disciples and those who believed Jesus was their Messiah experienced one of their most uncertain and darkest days. Their Messiah, Jesus, had been crucified and was now in a tomb. That's right. That's not how Easter was supposed to be celebrated. At least the Passover at this time was not supposed to be celebrated with this uh, darkness that was surrounding this event with Jesus having been crucified. I want us to go to John chapter 20, and we're going to see a story here of how there was a resurrection that had happened. Now, early, this, early that morning on Easter, we know that some of the disciples and a couple of the ladies had been to the tomb and they saw that the tomb was empty. What were their thoughts? Were they confused at this moment to understand everything that Jesus had been saying, everything that he had foretold to them was coming to pass, but there still had to be a little bit of confusion. Well, then later again that evening, Jesus appeared to them. And that's where I want to pick up this story here in John chapter 20. So if you look with me in verse 19, 
It says that Sunday evening, the disciples were meeting behind locked doors because they were afraid of the Jewish leaders. Suddenly, Jesus was standing there among them. Peace be with you. If you have your Bibles out with you today, gathering with your family, I want you to underline that in your Bible. It's very important to what we're talking about today. Peace be with you, he said. Verse 20, as he spoke, he showed them the wounds in his hands and his side, and they were filled with joy when they saw the Lord. Again, he said, peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I am sending you. And today we're going to use this as a launching point for the rest of the message. The disciples deserted Jesus once he had been arrested. They watched from afar off. At this point, their leader had been killed. Uh, I'm sure that their fear was understandable. What would happen to them at this point? And so that's why Jesus began to speak this peace to them. But then they saw Jesus and experienced joy and peace. He fulfilled all that he had promised them, that he would be crucified and resurrected. It wasn't long before this that the disciples saw something similar. Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead. While Lazarus was laying sick and dying, his sisters experienced uncertainty, sorrow, and grief. And then Jesus arrived and brought hope. We're going to pick up the story. If you want to turn back with me in the book of John to chapter 11, in the middle of what we're going to be reading today, there's this verse that I want to bring out that's a very famous, popular verse. Uh, if you've been around church for a while, you, this is very familiar to you. But it's out of John chapter 11, and it's verse 25, and we'll read this a couple of times today. But Jesus is talking to Martha, and here's what he says. Jesus told her, I'm the resurrection and the life. Anyone who believes in me will live even after dying. Everyone who lives in me and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this, Martha? What we need to understand here is that Lazarus had not been raised yet from the dead. Jesus had not yet been raised from the dead. But Jesus was calling, to, calling Martha to uh, understand and to realize that there would be a resurrection. And he even asked her, do you believe? And of course her response was, as we'll see, yes, I do believe. Because we understand this, you cannot have a resurrection if there's not a death to begin with. So Jesus was introducing something to Martha that she had never seen before, yet she believed Jesus because she believed that he was the Son of God. The story in John that we're going to continue with here looks into what Jesus' resurrection would look like as well. So almost the story of Lazarus was a foreshadowing of what would be happening with Jesus. And this resurrection was about a week before Jesus' death and resurrection. So I want us to go back, and we're here in, in chapter 11, but let's go back to verse 1, and we're going to read just some various verses in here. But let's start here in verse 1 through 4, and it says this, A man named Lazarus was sick. He lived in Bethany with his sisters, Mary and Martha. This is the Mary who later poured the expensive perfume on the Lord's feet and wiped them with her hair. Her brother, her brother Lazarus was sick, so the two sisters sent a message to Jesus telling him, Lord, your dear friend is very sick. Um, let's keep going through verse 4 here. It says, but when Jesus heard about it, he said, Lazarus' sickness will not end in death. No, it happened for the glory of God so that the Son of God will receive glory from this. So out of this death, that verse there tells us that God would receive glory. 
And because you accepted Jesus as your Savior, you've been raised to new life in Christ. And because the Holy Spirit now lives in you, you bring glory to God. The second thing that the resurrection brings us is hope. Let's continue reading here. I'm going to have you skip down to verse 21, and we're going to see this, uh, how the resurrection would bring hope. And of course, I'm sure if you even place yourself in this situation of some one of your loved ones that Jesus came and raised them from the dead, think of the hope that that would bring. Uh, not only at this particular moment, but also even in your own life, the hope that the resurrection would bring. So verse 21 says this, Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if only you had been here, my brother would not have died. But now I know that God will give you whatever you ask. You can see the hope that's there. Jesus told her, your brother will rise again. Yes, Martha said, he will rise when everyone else rises at the last day. Again, there's hope. Verse 25, Jesus told her, I'm the resurrection and the life. Anyone who believes in me will live even after dying. Everyone who lives in me and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this, Martha? Martha said in verse 27, Yes, Lord, she told him, I've always believed you are the Messiah, the Son of God, the one who has come into the world from God. So while Lazarus nor Jesus, again, had never been raised at this point, Jesus directed Martha to this promise of the resurrection, which she seemed to be aware of, even though hadn't experienced that in her life. But she did believe that Jesus was God's son. Lazarus' resurrection, as it will happen here shortly, would bring hope. Think about how much more hope that Jesus' resurrection brings, that the Son of God came and accomplished and fulfilled what he said he would, and think of the hope that that brings to believers. What that results in from that particular resurrection and the hope that that brings, the glory of God that is, the glory that God is given through that, is now believers, we can understand the third thing we want to talk about today, and that is the purpose that we believers have because of the resurrection. I want us to skip down to verse 41, and we're going to read through verse 44 here. It says, So they rolled the stone aside, then Jesus took looked up to heaven and said, Father, thank you for hearing me. You always hear me. But I said it out loud for the sake of all these people standing here so that they will believe you sent me. Then Jesus shouted, Lazarus, come out. And the dead man came out, his hands and feet bound in grave clothes, his face wrapped in a headcloth, and Jesus told them, unwrap him and let him go. So the resurrection had happened for Lazarus. He was now alive, but he was still wrapped up, not really free to move around. And Jesus' powerful words in that moment, even though the resurrection were just, they were very powerful. They brought life back to Lazarus. But then he said, release him, unwrap him, and let him go. As we stated earlier, not long after this, Jesus would also be resurrected. His resurrection would bring purpose to his disciples. His death leads to life. Life is precious. If you've ever lost a loved one, you know just how precious life is. We have an eternal purpose. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. In John 3:16, it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him would not perish but have everlasting life. And that everlasting life came. 
freedom came when Lazarus was let go. He was unwrapped from all the uh, different things that they wrap people in when they would when they would die when they would be um, wrapped up at that point. But he was let go. Later that week, Jesus would be led to Golgotha, where he would um, be crucified again. This was almost a week after the incident and after the miracle with Lazarus. The resurrection would be at work again in all of its power and in all of its glory. As we back up to just a week ago in the time frame of this story, Jesus said on that Monday, he said, if I am lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. Tuesday, his, his feet was anointed, his body was anointed for burial. On Thursday, the new covenant was instituted uh, when Jesus had the last supper with his disciples. Then on Friday, of course, we understand that he was crucified. He was buried at that point. But then on Sunday, Jesus rose again and the resurrection was seen in its full power and what it provided for the believers. By this, Jesus released anyone who would believe in him to the power and the purpose that God has called each and every one of us to. We've been released to salvation. We've been released from the stranglehold of sin. We've been released from guilt. When Jesus said, I am the resurrection, he also said, I am the life. And that's that releasing and being let go. Can you imagine the words of the angel when the people around the tomb heard the fact that, that the angel said, he's not here, he is risen. Jesus calls you and I to life. And whether you're a believer, Jesus is releasing you to life today, that you would walk out the full potential and the purpose and giving glory to God. Jesus has provided that for you. Maybe you've never received Jesus as your savior today. He wants to release you to the life that he has offered through his death and through his resurrection. We want to give you an opportunity to receive Christ as your personal Savior. If you've never asked Jesus to forgive you of your sins and to be Lord of your life, I want you to pray this prayer with me. Jesus, I confess that I am a sinner. I need your forgiveness. Lord, I look to you for hope and peace in my life. Thank you, Lord for dying on the cross for me. And thank you for the resurrection that gives me new life today. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer for the first time today, we're asking that you would do just a couple things for us. First of all, you can reply either to the link that we emailed this, or if you're watching through Facebook today, you can send us something through Messenger to let us know that you received Jesus as your Savior today. What better way, what better day uh, to choose the life that Jesus offered than on the day that believers around the world celebrate as Resurrection Sunday. This can be your personal day of salvation when you are dead to the old way of life, which is sin and bondage, and resurrected to new life with Christ. Maybe you're a believer today, and the current circumstances and the situation, you just feel so bound, you feel in bondage. Jesus wants to let you go as well. He wants to release you to the life and the purpose that God has called you to and, and with life in Him. Fulfill your purpose today. The, thing that ver the very thing that Jesus was raised from the dead for so that we could walk in life and we could experience eternal life with Him. 
as we're closing out today, as you're closing out this particular portion, you'll notice in the email that you received or on the Facebook post, there's a few questions that I want you to go through and that I want you to, maybe with your family or alone by yourself, you can ask yourselves these questions that are, that are listed in this season. Do you have peace? And there's a scripture there out of Philippians. In this season, do you have hope? What does Jesus' resurrection mean for you? What purpose has God given to you? We have life today. I am thankful for the resurrection. I am thankful that the tomb is empty. Jesus is risen. God bless you. Please let us know if there's anything that we can do for you. And we pray that you have a wonderful week. Happy Easter.